Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 140th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having something extra yummy, I think. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's a one four five punch. Yeah, one four five punch. Yep. It's a it's a recipe straight from uh, Four Roses. Four Roses. And so yeah, I, with a little tweak. So we put yeah. the video up on the Marriage on the Rocks yeah. page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Oh my gosh! If it you is like really good, if you like whiskey and pineapple and lime well i think that this is a drink that people can if you don't like whiskey if you don't like whiskey it's, good. it's a uh definitely good door opener i guess <laughs> yeah to mix yeah it's yeah it's really i good. really like it yeah mm-hmm. that, that's a good one i think it's it could be a a summer oh yeah type of beverage yeah, it's like refreshing i wasn't expecting it to be like that i mean i should have with the pineapple and the lime mm-hmm. but I think anytime I was looking at the, with the bird with the whiskey and everything, like yeah, yeah, it's really good though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super good. Yeah, so check out the, the video. Give us a a heart or a like, share that shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, while mm. I'm at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, and uh, give a give us a five star rating, and just stop your pause your radio now and. Mm-hmm. And just do that real quick. Um, it we're really some new members in the Speakeasy group too. Yeah, we've lately, gotten so. we've gotten quite a few new members. Yeah. Actually, we've gotten a lot of followers on the page too. I've been noticing oh. like every day it's been like oh that's good. You got yeah. multiple new likes and followers uh-huh. on the page. So that's good. Welcome. Yeah. Yes. I'm assuming you're a longtime listener that finally gave in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, and I'm liking all of the interaction that we're getting on the Speakeasy page mm-hmm. too. Um, I think that, I guess interactive posts are, are, uh, are a lot of fun and people have fun with it and get to know each other a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. So this week we're, we're going to be talking about hypocritical grief. Um, I don't know. I think that we, we've, I guess the way that we deal with everybody, the way that everybody deals with grief is different. Mm-hmm. But um, we just kind of wanted to <laughs> to talk about the hypocritical type of grief. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess we'll get into it here in a little bit. But before uh, we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Actually, this is one from a listener, from Beto again. Yeah. Send us another good one. This one says, I believe true love meets you in your mess and not your best. When someone sticks around, no matter how hard shit gets... They really love you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that it, it's one of those where I don't really think the message itself is really bad, mm-hmm. but I think the this is one of those things where the the person that's living in this awful relationship uses this yes, as, as the excuse. Oh, this is so us. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's like, no, you two are such idiots. That's not so you. You're uh-huh. so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that that's where a lot of the dumbass posts 
I think the I think the the message isn't really that bad. I know. It's that I know the people that share that and it's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. You don't <laughs> don't use that as a catalyst to, you know, why you, you know, you have a good relationship when you don't or uh-huh. or to make it sound like your shitty relationship is actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are those type of things that people lean on mm-hmm. and and uses that kind of justification and in their credo which you dumb yeah <laughs> yeah you are yeah yeah that's kind of uh, i mean i'm really glad uh that like that our that our avid listeners like get it and they're like seth and crystal will like this one yeah <laughs> seth yeah. and crystal will definitely uh think this is a dumbass post of the week mm-hmm. oh that is for sure dumbass post. yep yeah yep. <laughs> that's so for them yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah so and that drink is good that's really I good i really like it yeah i should i wish i would have made like a a backup batch like a little like little pitcher pitcher yeah that, mm, yeah really good this is a, a summertime pitcher type drink mm-hmm. you just want the the drinks are flowing <laughs> yeah. just kidding um so anyway yeah we're gonna be talking about hypocritical hypocritical grief gosh yeah i, I think th- this is one of those topics that um and i kind of I kind of mentioned it in the drink video this week of uh, who we're talking mm-hmm. about but this is something that goes this predates pod the podcast mm-hmm. by years mm-hmm. i think this is one of those things that i didn't i wasn't really exposed to this type of grief and i don't know if if the general public probably wasn't exposed to it until the invention social of social media, media. I know. Um, where you, there is a difference between sending condolences and acting like your world has flipped upside down when someone loses a loved one or someone connected to them in some weird way and they're not, it really didn't disrupt their life, but they try to act like it did. Mm-hmm. Or they try to act like they have just this overwhelming sense of empathy for you that your pain is their pain. Mm-hmm. And there's, once again, it's not, e- even to what you said with everybody grieves it, we're not talking about the person that's actually grieving. No, uh-uh, no. We're not, we're I, not. I'm not, I'm not going to dictate to anyone how long the grieving process should take mm-hmm. or... How they grieve is worse than how this person grieved. I'm not talking about the person that actually suffered the loss. I'm talking about your friends, family, acquaintances, social media friends who try to go above and beyond to look affected Mm -hmm. or act affected when they're not affected. Yeah, And I kind of put it in that, that grouping of... I, I I know I've referenced it on here before. I mean, we're, what are we, 140 episodes in? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said as soon as we finished recording, let alone 139 episodes ago. <laughs> I know. But I know I've, I had to have mentioned it before where it's that same type of principle of it's not, you know, the saying is if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. And people have changed that to... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, to I'm going to make up a bunch of fake bullshit to sound super nice. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I, I take this type of stuff. And I guess, you know, I'm trying to, I know I saw one very recently where somebody posted on Facebook that 
like some like their their kids friend passed mm-hmm. away or something oh yeah and and then all these people reached out and commented on that post so sorry for your loss it's like well he he or she didn't experience the loss mm-hmm. this other person that's not even in the post itself experienced the loss so why the fuck are 40 of you saying so sorry for your loss mm-hmm. sending prayers mm-hmm. to who about what <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know. I I think that's yeah. It, it, I think that it's irritating just mm-hmm. to me. I don't know. And I know that there are some genuine people out there that really do care or whatever, but honestly, I think that because of social media, it has made people become more phony. Oh, yeah. And I think that even I even see it with, like, a fucking celebrity, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he was like a grandpa to me. Yeah. And it's like, what? No. Like, or all of a sudden they are, uh, they're really, I mean, I guess. They're the biggest fan in the world. You don't own a single Prince CD. You don't have a Prince song in your iTunes. I mean, there's a reason that when a celebrity music artist dies, their cells go through the roof. Mm -hmm. It's because they have a million phony-ass fans that really weren't fans and then decided to go download, you know, When Doves Cry Mm -hmm. and listen to it over and over again and act like Prince dying actually had a negative impact on your life in any way, shape, or form. When it fucking didn't at all. Yeah. Uh You know, or Kobe Bryant crashes in a helicopter, so you go run into your closet to dust off a jersey you haven't worn in eight years yeah. and be like, I've been KB fan since day one. I no, shut the fuck up. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Him dying had no in negative impact on your life at all. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's not tragic. No, And that I it's not sad. And I've had celebrities that I, I don't know if I'd say I looked up to, but mm-hmm. have, I don't even have to say they had an influence on my life. But I remember like, uh, like it's sad. I think it is sad when you're like, oh man. That sucks. Yeah. But then, if your next post is a meme about somebody getting laid or something, you're obviously not that distraught. I know. <laughs> if you, you're like, oh man, that's sad. And then you put your phone down and start watching Netflix, mm-hmm. or you put your phone down and you start playing video games, or you carry on with your life, and nobody's expecting you to stop everything and mourn no. for someone you don't know. Uh-uh. But, I, I mean, I know, I'm trying to think of like... Um, I remember when like Rowdy Roddy Piper died. It's like you know this is somebody that I I don't remember not knowing who Rowdy Roddy Piper was. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him. I would always rooted for the bad guy, so mm-hmm. he was he, he was a wrestler that that I rooted for mm-hmm. and enjoyed watching. And it's like oh that's sad he's gone. Yeah. But did I? Did you make a big post about yeah. it saying oh? He, I shared he, a picture of him. He was part of my life since I was a yeah. child. And, right. Or did you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-uh. I, I, I shared a post, a picture of him, and I changed my I set, I changed my profile picture to like his little, his shirt yeah, uh-huh. for like that yeah. day. But I didn't pretend like my life was disrupted by this. Yeah. I didn't lose sleep and ball all night because he right. died. And I don't think people really do that they just no i think that they pretend though yeah that like that they are really really affected by this and that's where i guess that's where we're getting at is like people not pretending that they're really really affected by something but i think it is well (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't like to say pretended because I think that I don't. I'm trying to think what do they those really people believe. Think. It? Yeah, yeah. Do uh-huh. they really? Are they delusional, or are they pretending? Right. Or or phony? I guess. Are you delusional or are you phony? Uh huh. I know. I are you delude because there? I mean, there. I, I try to think of like. Like my my current most famous beloved celebrity, mm-hmm. if they drop, and I don't even know who that is, but if they drop dead today, would I share? You know, so and so died in a whatever. Yeah, would I? You know, if it was something that I was connected to, and I mean, we, when when Stan Lee died, we when the next episodes we did, his, we wore a little Marvel stuff and his had his little card out. And, and or no, was, we didn't have his that comic yet. Huh? That no, the the Funfetti one now, huh? Yeah. Um, but we we talked about like him dying, but we weren't like distraught mm-hmm. over it. Is it sad? Yes. Yeah, is it? Of course. Is it impactful to some people? Yes. But did it really impact you know, my day to day life? <laughs> did it change our day to day life? Right. And no. The answer is no. And and I I'm willing to bet for most people, it isn't affecting their day to day life. The things aren't changing for you like they are changing for the direct family members that yeah. are involved in this. Right. And so I think that I think that's I think that's where it really like bugs me mm-hmm. is just like I'm like you're not even you weren't even close to that person. Right. You know like or okay you guys used to be best friends in elementary school mm-hmm. yeah of course it's really sad that that person died but don't act like you guys were still best friends right. yeah and i mean in that, and that and, and yeah getting away from like the celebrity stuff mm-hmm. and getting into that it's yeah i see that as well oh just found out today that someone i've known since i was five years old passed away and it's like yeah you haven't talked to them in 13 years mm-hmm. so how did that disrupt your day-to-day life not at all yeah, because the, the you haven't you been talking to yeah, them. Yeah, the person you weren't talking to, texting, communicating <laughs> with, in any way, shape, or form is now gone. It's not like, oh, I'm never going to hear from them again. Because you hadn't heard from them anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that comes from a place of guilt. Yeah, I agree with uh, that, for sure. I haven't, I didn't make any effort to... I really wish I mean, that the, I would the have. The most popular person you go to high school with is the one that dies. Mm-hmm. And that continually changes. As one of them dies... Everybody all of a sudden has all these great memories mm-hmm. and wants to share pictures of, you know, 20 plus years ago um, of like this social media memorial mm-hmm. where everybody's pretending like it's affected their day to day life. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm not saying that it's not like, oh, that sucks. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's tragic. But. Your life is not affected. You just go on. Mm-hmm. Your your routine does not take a hit or a bump or anything at all. I know. And I'm not saying you're going to be like, yep, yeah, fuck that dude. I didn't talk to him in 13 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't have to go above and beyond to act like your entire world has been flipped upside down because someone you aren't close to in any way, shape, or form anymore is no longer on this earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, and I think that... I think that you can still feel sympathy for the people going through something like through death but without blasting it out there to the whole world why you feel yeah 
and, and once compelled he, to say something, I guess. And, and that's where putting a spotlight on your hypocritical grief is, I think, the biggest beef that we have with it. Mm-hmm. When, if I have someone that's close to me and they lose somebody, I'm not, I'm not looking for anybody to tell me that they're sorry. Mm-hmm. No. I am looking to communicate directly to the people that were affected. If... Mm-hmm. We're close enough to warrant that. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not out there seeking for a pat on the back or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I'm trying to remember. I, know, I, I don't want to sound hypocritical myself. I know. I remember when one of my friends, their mom died. I, I wrote a post about it really mm-hmm. for them. But it wasn't. I was not like. I just found out my friend's friend's mom died. I'm so sad about this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I guess it was more sin prayers. Yeah. You know, it was it was more of a, you know, they'd lost both their parents in a pretty short time, and it was just like you know, it was really from me to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I tagged. Neither one of them had a social media post at the time, so I think I like just posted it and tagged like their wife or something. Uh-huh. In it. But it it was not from a place of send me your sympathy and condolences because mm-hmm. it didn't mm-hmm. you know it's it did, my empathy and sympathy for what my my lifelong friends had went through uh-huh. not what I went through yeah uh-huh. do you think that or did did anybody like reach out to you though and like oh I'm so sorry no for your because loss. the way I worded I didn't even do it intentionally I just I did it organically but the way I worded it would not it wouldn't warrant someone. Say, it wasn't say, me acting like I was losing someone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It was you. The focus was them, not right. me. And right. I guess that's the difference. I, I guess that is the difference. Because people can, you can post something nice about that person or the experiences that you had with that person or whatever, but don't make it about you and, and i think it, it's simple things if i had said i just found out that my you know my friend's mom who was like a second mom to me mm-hmm. which people <laughs> say that it's like no she wasn't <laughs> that's not true you yeah. know uh-huh. if, if, but if i had made if i had said i just found out oh sorry that my friend lost their mom who i cared so much about and I knew this and they affected me this way and, and made it about me, that's when people would be like, I'm so sorry for your loss. But yeah. I, I didn't do that. I uh-huh. made it about them and their loss. Mm-hmm. And well, and that's, where you, that's what you wanted to do. And that's what... I, I, and I don't know if people are just like... If they really don't... They really don't see what they're doing. You know? If they just they just post... To post and don't realize that, oh my gosh, I guess I am making this about myself. Yeah. If you're getting people sending you condolences for someone you didn't lose, you made it completely about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You selfish piece of shit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I know. I mean, and that's where I think it's, and and once again, my, my, my regret, well, I had his number. I did text him. I texted Mm -hmm. him before anything. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm trying to even think now, like, why why the fuck did I even... Say anything? Say it. On Facebook? Well, I think it was because... Well, it was because at the time... My, I mean, my Facebook community's always been very small. Uh-huh. 
and this this person that passed away there was a core group of us that are still connected and friends and we all grew up together and i kind of i think i tagged them all in it because it was more about tagging the guys i grew up with about losing a parent than it was that that was just kind of their parent passing was kind of the catalyst for the post Mm -hmm. about us group of guys Mm -hmm. you know so i it was a little different Mm -hmm. you know yeah i I, I sound like i'm trying to justify what i did i know (laughs) and i I realize as as i'm talking i'm trying to make it sound like well what i did was okay what you guys are doing is fucking stupid (laughs) i know right but that's exactly what i'm saying (laughs) i know i know i'm i mean i guess that's funny because because you do sound hypocritical yeah with it but like um i mean and i like I said, I think that that different people, everybody grieves differently. Mm-hmm. And but I just remember like when my mom died, and like it was just irritating people being like, "Oh, I miss her so much," right. and this and that. And it's like you weren't even close to her, and 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 you aren't expecting that. No, like, and that's where I think that that people, I would like to hear more from. People that have experienced, I mean, I know you and I've talked about it quite a bit, but I mean, other people as well who are like, you know, someone that's like, you know, I was having a really hard time with my parents' death, but, you know, all those posts on Facebook got me through. Mm -hmm. Because nobody fucking says that. Yeah. Well, no, and there was a lot of posts, a lot of people that reached out, like, directly reached out to Mm -hmm. me, and that I just, I know that they were being genuine, and I know that they were, you know really sorry about what happened Mm -hmm. but i don't know just the the people that like i said (laughs) are just like oh i miss her and oh she was which everything that they say about her is true and right Right. and i'm like i know my mom was awesome but she didn't even like you (laughs) (laughs) that's the kicker if you knew what she said about you you would not be saying that exactly yeah yeah i think that's the funny thing yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> that that is funny well mm-hmm. and because you you see that as well i've seen i've seen other people pass away or someone and someone say something like why are you even acting like you're mourning this that person couldn't stand you yeah they I didn't know. like you at all uh-huh and, and once again you just wonder like is that coming from a place of guilt mm-hmm. are you delusional and thought this person actually liked you yeah and that's why you're saying that? Did you actually even like this person that passed away? Yeah. Or are you feeling guilty because you know you burned a bridge at some point in time? Yeah. And you feel bad about it. Uh-huh. I mean, any people out there that are listening that I've burned a bridge, I don't expect you ever say anything nice about me. <laughs> right. You know? I know. Well, I know. And well, that's the other thing, though, that people do is they say nothing but nice things about people that have died. And... And it's like, well... They were kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, not... You don't have to say anything bad. Once again, you don't have to say anything bad. Yes, exactly. But you don't have to go above and beyond Uh to try to say something super nice. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. You know? I know. You just kind of picture them, like, looking down and being like, you fake-ass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I knew I I didn't like you for a reason. Uh Uh-huh. Now, yeah. you, now you're trying. Now you're trying to get sympathy with your tears at my expense. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna haunt your ass. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. Oh no. Um but yeah, I mean people people are funny with it though. And like I said, I don't know if it's just like they they really if I th- what okay, I th- I think I know what I think it is. Is I think that they don't feel comfortable. I mean, gr- having somebody die is obviously it is not a comfortable mm-hmm. feeling uh, you know the person that is actually going through it is having so many emotions that they are experiencing and these people they just they feel uncomfortable so they just kind of spew things out mm-hmm. and because they don't know what to say yeah uh-huh. And they don't know what to do. Uh-huh. I know. And then another thing that people do is they'll be like, well, at least they're in a better place now. That's, yeah. What What are some of the the stupid things people say mm-hmm. that when they're trying to connect with someone who is grieving, mm-hmm. and that, that's one of them, at least mm-hmm. they're in a better place now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. P- people try to say things that they think are comforting. And it's not. And it's not. No. It's not comforting. It's, it's kind of annoying. It, or it's not true. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, how the fuck do you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and so I think... But but it's kind of like just keeping it simple. And I'm sorry I'm sorry if you're lost. That, mm-hmm. That's... That's about as good as you can get. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I don't think, when people are going through it, they're not expecting you to have an answer for them. And I don't think people are really looking for it. I think you just kind of pro- process the grief and get through the process and and, mm-hmm. and, and move on however long that takes. And they, mm-hmm. they don't need this, <clears throat> this deep-rooted philosophy and all of these comfort words from people to soften the blow or nothing. And once again, nobody's ever said that and be like, you know what? You're right. I'm not sad anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like it works anyway. But I, I think you're absolutely right. I think people are so uncomfortable about it, they they don't know what to say or do. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to react. They don't know. They they want to kind of be supportive. Mm-hmm. And and I guess going back to what people put on social media, that may just be the modern day version. I know. Of I don't know what to say or do, but I feel like I have to say something. Yeah, and it's like you don't. No, you don't. I mean, we we, we knew somebody that, that passed away not too long ago, and did we know the person? Yeah, were we close? No, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of people that were in the same relationship with this person that we were that went above and beyond to act like they were so upset. And it's like I'm not saying that it wasn't tragic or it wasn't sad or somebody died too young or it's not. You know, horrible that you know his wife and kids have to grow up without him or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying, but you didn't know this person. Oh, I know, I know, I know. And like with that, I was like, I really felt for for the wife Mm -hmm. and the daughter, Mm -hmm. and like you just, I, I just kept seeing post after post and. And it was the same stuff that we yeah we just said or yeah that yeah. we're all that we're seeing or what we're what we're talking about all of these people saying all, spewing all of this stuff and it's like of course like I said about my mom of course she was awesome mm-hmm. you know of course he was a great guy of course this and that you know I don't know 
But these people really acted like they they really lost him. Yeah, that they were really distraught. And yeah, and it wasn't. Once again, nobody's expect the family that's actually affected isn't doesn't have a clicker counter and be like, who else is upset? Are you upset? Are you upset? I know. They're not doing that. No, they're they're too preoccupied. So you don't have to insert yourself into the grief uh-huh. with the I family. Know. I know, and act like you're there with them. Yeah, I know. And and um, like I said, like I talked about it with one of my friends, and even with my sister about like <clears throat> people acting like this, like when because one of my friends, her mom died around the same time my mom died. And so, um, I don't know, we kind of, you know, obviously we have that in common, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. But um, I remember, like, asking her about it, like, how she felt about people doing Doing this. Doing that stuff, yeah. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I am, or maybe we are. the calloused. Yeah, about about the whole thing, but... Go figure. (laughs) But I think, and I know that, like I said, everyone, everyone deals with every everything differently, mm-hmm. not just grief, but everything. And so, one person would think that this kind of stuff is irritating, and another person would really appreciate that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But <clears throat> I remember talking about it with her, and she's like, she's like, well, she's like. I don't know if I ever really thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, sorry for ruining that for you. Because right. now you're going to think about it. <laughs> but I think that, um, I don't know. I I don't know if, if I'm just like, I think that I get like just frustrated and, and irritated about it. And it's like. Uh, and that's just my way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. But um, other people, they're just like, oh, this is nice that I'm getting all yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I, I get that. I just don't think that those people are genuine. Yeah, I don't that's think they the, are either. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they think they are, though. That That's mm-hmm. that, that's the problem. Is I think they think they are. I, I mean... There's people out there that really think that they say things in a very powerful way mm. or a sentimental way or, and it's like, no, you, you sound like a cornball. It's not, you, you know, you're the only one that thinks you have that gift of gab to talk that way. Mm-hmm. You sound like an asshat when you say those things. And so those are the people that for whatever reason feel very compelled to always say stuff like that mm-hmm. um and, and so I, I just i i don't get that that compelling need you know mm-hmm. I, I i really just don't and and i think that we and, and i think you're probably right we, we we are those type of people that are like you know we you know or i whatever it is i lost the person in my life not you mm-hmm uh, I don't expect you to act like your world has been turned upside down because it hasn't. Mine has, and if you want to be understanding of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. You don't have to act like you're in this foxhole with me because you're not. Yeah. And I'm not asking you to be. But I think to your point, there are some people that are like, I need 
I need all these people to be upset with me. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And I think that people don't really know how to how to gauge that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and once again, I'm not, and we, we aren't those attention-seeking, public do-gooder people. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I see something, and you're, I think you're the same way, when we see somebody doing that, you know, it's, it's, like the, it's like the GoFundMe page or whatever that somebody does, and you have to put, you know, from Tom and Sally, $200. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's like shut the yeah. fuck up, Tom and Sally. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you want mm-hmm. for putting your name on on something? And, and mm-hmm. we've seen that quite a bit when somebody something happens and people donate. Everybody is really really quick to make sure their name is attached so everybody knows they did a good deed. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel the same way when people take death and and things like that public on Facebook because <clears throat> it's like, well, I better say something because they need to know I care. Uh-huh. And they need to know that I I said something. And so that did you want one? Yes, I'm just please. assuming you Yes, do. please. That uh there you go. Oh shoot. <laughs> Were you gonna be a brat? Yeah. I was <laughs> just a tiny little bit and end up spilling. It's really good too. Thank you. We haven't had this since. This is one of the ones we tasted for yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah, for Valentine's Day. Day. Uh-huh. We did our own Valentine's Day whiskey tasting, mm-hmm. just the two of us, with with some yummy ribs I made. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And some uh, cherries. Uh-huh. And some uh, chocolate. chocolate with salted caramel with it. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff that pairs well with whiskey. So we just did our own little couple's Valentine's Day whiskey event. It was perfect. Yeah. It was so good. And wrapped it up with some good old shakes. <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh huh. The show. But I think that that because we don't, we aren't that. Look at me. Look at me. Look at the good deed I'm doing. Look at the nice thing I said. Look at this. That we do think that everybody that does it is very disingenuous. Right. Uh huh. Which isn't fair because not everybody is. No. Uh huh. But to me, you are. (laughs) And so I lump them all in the same group. I know. And I'm like, fucking shut up. Look at this. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. And so I just, I give the big eye roll uh-huh. to it uh, when I see it. And it's like, you, how, how, how did that person die and affect you? What, mm-hmm. How is your life any different today? Yeah. How, how, tomorrow when you wake up, what have you actually lost? Yeah. Nothing. I know. So shut up. Yeah. I you know? know? And so I, I look at it very black and white. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I think that, because it's funny because my dad is... The opposite of me. Mm-hmm. He, he would. He definitely. Well, I think that's a good example. Uh-huh. My mom lost a spouse, and your dad lost a spouse mm-hmm. within. When when did your mom and my dad die? About like a year. Less than less a year. than a year. So it was like seven months. I think yeah, he seven died months. After yeah, my mom. you lost your mom, mm-hmm. and I lost my dad, and we we got to see how two different two people. different spouses grieved grieved completely differently Mm -hmm. yeah to where my mom was very private she didn't she didn't want to tell anybody yeah (laughs) you know know. Uh so private about it and no service no funeral no memorial Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like when we went to church with her that was kind of a yeah a memorial but it Uh wasn't really right nothing was ever set up we didn't do anything um and she didn't really want to talk to anybody about it she didn't Mm -hmm. really want people she didn't want people at the hospital. She didn't. She wanted to do it very mm-hmm. privately and deal with it very privately and grieve very privately. Mm-hmm. And she really just sought out support from 
us. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. And very select some of her church friends. Yeah. Like two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it was a very private event and or ordeal and yeah. grieving process. Right. Um, and, and your dad was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And when your mom passed away and we went home, it was... It was, this sounds very Calvinist, but it was like we had a three-day party. Mm-hmm. Not not because she passed, but because of the amount of support of family, friends, loved ones, and everybody showing up mm-hmm. for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, did a, we did a huge cookout after mm-hmm. the, 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 the memorial service and all that stuff. And, and he wanted that collective support. support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to understand that, that there are... Just because someone wants to grieve privately doesn't mean that's how everybody is. Right. I know. Uh-huh. And I think that that was one of the things where... But I will say, out of those two, one of them pisses everybody off and the other one doesn't. One of them pisses everyone off. So like when, when, when my dad died, uh-huh. there were a lot of people mad that there wasn't oh, a service. Yeah. There wasn't, <laughs> well, what are we doing? Well, we're not doing anything. When's the graveside? There's not a graveside. When are we doing... None of that's happening. Yeah. Nothing's uh-huh. happening at all. And so you have all these people that don't really need closure, but think they do. That was true. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, we've got to do something. And it's like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you need closure for? Once it goes back to my point, you weren't ultimately affected by this, mm-hmm. but nobody's going to say, well, geez, you're having a memorial service and everybody's getting together after the funeral. You know, yeah. nobody's going to say that. I know. That doesn't bother anybody. Yeah. But grieving privately is a huge issue for a lot of people. Yeah. They're like, no, we have to do something. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't. Yeah, I know. Well, and I've never experienced that ever before with with your dad dying. Mm-hmm. Like, because it has always been, for me and my family, like, it, it has always been... Uh, a big a big event memorial service yeah, yeah. It, i've never been to even not just on my dad's side but even on my mom's side mm-hmm. of the family like my grandma when my grandma died it was like a huge thing with i mean the entire town of la hunta mm-hmm. colorado which well, is probably not very people. big but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, i mean i guess it it felt like a big deal, mm-hmm. and because um, I guess you know, I, stereotypically with a Hispanic family, it is going to be a big, mm-hmm. huge thing. But my mom was white, so <laughs> right on her side of the family, even they did it big mm-hmm. too. So yeah, it was the first time that I had ever experienced anything like that too, and I was even like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Well, and I think that that, that was even, <clears throat> even looking at like with 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 my mom's side, when my grandfather died, you know, baby of twelve, huge family, mm-hmm. huge extended family. My grandmother wanted the service done immediately, quick, quietly, and over with. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to drag it out, and so like all the family that lived in California and all that didn't have time to make it out, mm. and so they were very upset. But we just did a very very. You and I had just you just moved in with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Like within a week, mm-hmm. and he passed away. And so Seth and I came back to Oklahoma <laughs> for the for the funeral, and uh, it was very small, a tiny little church um, with you know, which if it had been publicized and advertised and 
there had been an obit written about all this, it would have been huge, you know, standing room only. And I mean, it would have been a massive turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandmother wanted it done and over with very quickly. So they made the arrangements, got everything done, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But even on my dad's side, it was when anybody in his family it was the same thing. It was mm-hmm. a huge, same size family as my mom's side. And it was a huge event there, but on my mom's, it was very mm-hmm. small. So I think that it was, it, I don't even think you could say, culturally or ethnically mm-hmm. what drives it i think it's really just the culture within the family itself and the people that are dealing with it and, 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 and that's, that's what's the most important thing but that's where people get very they get very misunderstanding when they want someone to grieve the same way that they would grieve mm-hmm. and they can't fathom that that someone would want something very private and small mm-hmm. and intimate if anything at all right and because they wouldn't, they wouldn't get that at all. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't want that. And, uh, you know, and there's some people that are like, you know, when I pass away, I want, you know, I want everybody there. And, mm-hmm. I, and it's like, hey, you're going to be dead, so you'll never know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, B, what, what purpose is it ultimately serving? Are you making it harder on your loved ones to have to go through this stuff? Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. Like, even with the grieving stuff, I... I and I know people are actually having to go through it with COVID of reliving the grief. Oh, God. Of, yeah. oh, we're going through this. Somebody, I was just on a, a statewide hospital call, and they were talking about people losing loved ones during COVID. And it was just like, yeah, oh, you got to be kidding me. This is, it was heart-wrenching hearing some of the stuff. But they're having to grieve multiple times because it's like, okay, yeah, mom passed away three months ago, but we're finally able to have a celebration of life now. Yeah. And it's like, you got to you know pro- prolonging that closure is just stretching that grief out which is it's unhealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. and there's not a way around it right now people no. are just trying to figure out like how to do it you know, one of the guys i work with was <clears throat> that happened right after covid happened his mom got sick not with covid but i think she had cancer and they couldn't see her they couldn't talk to her they had to say goodbye on the phone she died they couldn't go Gosh. like see the body they we're like, well, what do we do? Well, we, we can't just leave her on ice for, you know, when's this going to end? And mm-hmm. and it was just all these tough decisions that most people outside the pandemic would never think of that I would know. have to be made. And it's like, okay, well, now we figured that out. Well, when's the funeral? Well, you can't have a funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have two people here to at the graveside, you know, or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, my gosh. But then all these other people are like, well, we want to mourn too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well... When we can all social, not social distance, we'll get together and do something. So now these you're seeing these people like, hey, remember four months ago when so-and-so passed away? We're finally getting together to do a celebration mm-hmm. of life. When it's like, do you just let it like drop? I know. <laughs> or is it like, no, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're going to see people doing this, and I bet they already are, especially as we're hitting March. It's been a year. I know. We haven't been able to do anything. Now we are. We're going to celebrate the year anniversary of the death. <clears throat> so I think we're going to kind of see a new temporary grieving process because of COVID. that. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's true. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that even those anniversary deaths, that you, you, deaths, you start to see some of that hypocritical behavior come back mm-hmm. uh, and i know you deal with it on the anniversary of, of your mom's death or her birthday or anything mm-hmm. like that or somebody gets a memory how it uh, once again i don't know if someone feels like they're being genuine and they share it and they say something or 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 they tag you in it or or you share something and someone's like miss her i miss her every day and it's like no you mm-hmm. don't no. And i'm not expecting you to say that no but, you don't need to just like yeah just heart, heart the, the photo picture yeah and shut it. the fuck up yeah <laughs> 
You know, uh-huh. that's it. You're not, you yeah. don't, you don't share stuff to see how many comments you get from someone <clears throat> mm-hmm. and especially not fake bullshit, phony comments, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that that's where you, you, you start to see those, that hypocritical grief behaviors pop up again. Mm-hmm. I know? know. Yeah, I know. I think that we probably, we probably come off kind of, I don't know not nice about it that's for sure people people listening are probably like geez <laughs> well i think if, if if they if they do those hypocritical things i guess it's true if they don't but do you think that the majority of people do that or do you think it's just a, a well i I, I think the majority of people would hear that and be like well they're not talking to me because i don't do it i'm not hypocritical okay i really mean it and then they probably wouldn't be offended yeah yeah i mean and to the people that really do mean it it's like well, how do you how do you tell someone that if you say that? Well, I don't think anybody's being genuine. How do you tell the ones that are that? Here's how we know you are. I think it's the direct contact. I think that's part of it. You yeah, don't do it publicly; I you agree. do it privately. I agree with that. That's for the sure. biggest thing I would for say. Sure. Yeah. If you're sending condolences or reaching out privately, uh-huh. it it comes off as not show me. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see someone make a public expression about grief. I immediately am like, you just took the situation that affected these people over here and made it about you. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get irritated. I know. Yeah. I know. That's I. That's my biggest beef with it, too. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but, and, and like I said, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was me, <clears throat> um, the way that I grieved or whatever, mm-hmm. that I, that I would get irritated about the oh um like like they were oh so close right to my mom like because a i mean you could count on one hand the amount of people she was actually close to yeah uh uh-huh you know Mm -hmm. and uh but i don't know if it was just like that's the way you know because what what do they say like you know it's it's like the you know you go through it's a process and you you feel anger you feel yeah the the five stages yeah or whatever whatever. and maybe that was one of my Mm -hmm. my stages of it was me getting mad about that or something but um i don't know if that was a stage because you see people doing other people and you still even if it's not to you that you see people yeah it doesn't even have to be to me Yeah. yeah It's to to everybody that does it. I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> we're and and maybe they were like close to this person or whatever. But I'm I'm still willing to bet that they're probably not. And mm-hmm. well, and I I think a lot of times people, if they, even if they're like, you know, I never had a bad experience with that person. We were really close, and it's like, how did you get to that conclusion that <laughs> you were really close? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we never got in an argument. We never, we never had a disagreement. <clears throat> you know, um, you know, nothing was ever. We had no ill feelings to each other. Uh, we we really cared about each other. And mm-hmm. so, well, how how did you get to that? Well, people conclusion? freaking romanticize. Oh, for sure. All the time with with that. Yeah, with, that's how you see people that don't like each other actually say really nice things. Yeah, you know, I know. People like to, and that's where I think that people like to pretend mm-hmm. is. Is when they say good things about these people or whatever, which I mentioned before, but yeah. they, I mean, people really romanticize their relationship with someone. Like, 
uh, a relationship with a mother-daughter that was not a good relationship, or mm-hmm. even a mom or a a son and and father, like. Oh, he was such a good dad when you know damn well he wasn't a good dad. Right. You know? Yeah. So you know damn well you guys weren't as close as what you're saying you yeah. were. And that just bugs me mm-hmm. that people do that. And and I guess it's probably coming from a guilt thing. I, I think when people so. do that. And and I think people but I think it kind of goes hand in hand with somebody like, just remember the good times. And it's like, okay, well I'm gonna brain dump all the bullshit we went through together. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to say anything ill of the dead, mm-hmm. um, and, and things like that. And I, I you know, I, I remember <clears throat> seeing the problem I have is when people really mis mischaracterize someone that passed away, like someone that was quiet and shy and kept itself. Someone would be like, they were so much fun in the life of the party, and they always had some entertaining to say. And it's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> Ever? Yeah. What are you talking about? You obviously They're didn't delusional. know this person at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, people. I, I've seen that about. You know, once again, people go above and beyond to say super nice things that just aren't true mm-hmm. about someone to make themselves feel better. And I think it's a. I think they think it looks selfless and it feels selfless, but it's a huge selfish act to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. and I just, I just don't agree with it. Yeah, I know. There's nothing wrong with just keeping your mouth shut. And yeah. somebody's like, yeah, Seth, take your own advice. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think that people do need to just just say I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that this happened to you. Yeah. Or the, and if that anniversary rolls around, it's that message. Hey, thinking about you today. Yeah. Not... Blasting it on Facebook, saying how much... It's been three years since my friend who's related to this person lost this person right here. And not a day goes by where I don't think, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's not true. (laughs) That is absolutely not true. Nobody expects it to be true. No. uh Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, it's like, you obviously just made that about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. But I was going to say about, like... A little bit earlier about my um, my dad and how he's the complete opposite of of me, but I think that my dad, well, maybe not the complete opposite. I don't think that because your mom and my dad were the complete mm-hmm. opposites, but um, with how they dealt with this. But I think that like because I definitely don't get that. I don't get this from my dad mm-hmm. and my mom. If my if my mom was in the same situation that my dad was my mom would be dealing with it more so like how i how did. you would yeah and so i know that i i definitely get that mm-hmm. from her but my dad is like super loving like mm-hmm. and not that my mom wasn't super <laughs> wasn't loving or anything but she just wasn't she just wasn't like she my wasn't dad affectionate yeah your dad's very very affectionate yes and and so my dad just, he just wants that, and, and that's okay. And, you know, people, everybody deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was always funny because your, your dad's a hugger, and he always wanted to hug everybody, wanted everybody to hug him. And you could tell your mom didn't yeah. care for it, uh-huh. didn't care for people to hug her, and she always was kind of uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I see Shaylee did the same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but, you know, when you're surrounded by 50 huggers that want to hug, it's yeah. like, okay, well, I got to... I gotta hug him. <laughs> gotta hug all these people, you know. And you could just—I I would like—I would walk. I only hugged her very, very rarely. 
because I knew she just she didn't like it. Uh-huh. And it was like, well, that's yeah. But I think that's once again, you just got to be, you got to be self aware. Yeah, I about, know. <laughs> and, and and be aware of what you know. I've said on her before. Don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people the way that they want to be treated. Yeah. I and know. some of them want lots of love and affection. Some of them want you to. They want you six feet away even before pandemic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know. Stay away. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I, I think that yeah, I, I think there's a lot of factors that really key into it. I think that the the guilt plays a part. I think the the and, and even if it's not guilt, it really is just kind of that that compelling need of I've got to show support somehow. How do I do that? And for people like us, it's not this public it's like this public display of affection mm-hmm. via social media of this public display of sympathy that is in our someone like us our eyes it's a very selfish act mm-hmm. it's not about the person that passed away and it's not about the immediate people that are dealing with it it's you've made it about you mm-hmm. um and so i think that 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 need to feel like well i've got to do something i can't i can't just sit by and not say anything mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where I think that it's a, a personal touch, a reach out, a, yeah. oh, a totally. quick totally. brief. I mean, when I've reached out to friends directly, I don't share like this huge story of I'll never forget the time. It's just, hey, thinking about you. Sorry about what happened. And, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they always respond. Mm-hmm. And if they want to talk, they call me. We can talk about it. And if not... That's fine. Yeah, and, and that's how they want. With, that's how they're. That's how they want to deal with yeah. it. And and, and people, I, I, the, it's almost a very narcissistic way to think that someone that's going through grief is so focused on how you are going to respond to their grief. I know. That do you really think that that's what's happening? Yeah, you're not important to them right now. Yeah, I think that. Like I said, the people that that did reach out to me directly and stuff, and I I definitely appreciated all of the you know the kind words and all that, but at the same time, I I think that those people that do reach out directly, they don't expect you to to even respond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. You oh, shouldn't yeah, expect you shouldn't. someone yeah. to respond. Like, gee. Why I really wrote them this nice message. They, uh, the least they could do res- is respond. Yeah. I no, didn't, I didn't get a thank you card after the funeral. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, you don't need to. They don't need to respond, and you should not expect a person going through that to mm-hmm. respond to you. What about someone that sends someone a message directly and then screenshots it and shares it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's like donating to a charity anonymously yeah. and then saying, Putin, saying hey, just let everybody know I donated this charity anonymously yeah. today. Oh, my God. Because I, I don't want to brag about what I do. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. Are you looking for it for attention or are you really just trying to be supportive? If you want to be supportive, yeah. keep it private. If you're looking for attention, keep posting your dumbass public posts about it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think that it was I think this was a good episode though. I think that it it was needed. I think that people um I think people just don't realize what they do though. Yeah. I think that's that's a big a big thing that they just 
they may think that they're doing the right thing or whatever. And maybe the these people feel that that's what they need to do. But we all know that you ain't genuine. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah. But I don't have anything else to add. Do you? Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm good. Good. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And rate and review us. Mm-hmm. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.